You're listening to the Anything Goes podcast. My name is Morgan Richards. And my name is Anna Richards. We are the husband and wife duo in business together who plan on bringing you conversations and inspirations each and every episode. Our mission is not just to motivate and inspire you, it's to push boundaries and challenge the status quo. We aim to bring you humor, depth, differing of opinions and more. But one thing we can promise you is this is the podcast where anything goes. All right, here we are. <laughs> Back in the saddle. Back in the saddle and it feels so good. It's good. We've been doing interviews lately. We haven't done one of these. I know. In a while, just you and I. I feel like we kind of did lots of just us. Yeah. And then we've done a few interviews and none of us. But now we're back, so I'm really excited. And we're talking about a topic today very close to my heart, isn't it, darling? Well, yeah, I wish it wasn't. <laughs> it kind of is. No, I, obviously I think everybody and anybody would wish that this is something that they don't ever have to deal with, but it's a polarity of life. You cannot know light without darkness. You cannot know support without criticism and you cannot know happiness without Sadness. Well, this is the thing about like, about just about speaking up and voicing your ideas and then being like, you know, met with criticism and things like that. It's that's part of the game. Right? Exactly. So we haven't even said what we are talking about. Obviously, the title is going to have given it away. But what we are talking about today is how to deal with criticism. Yeah. I don't like the word hater. I've always called them confused admirers. Well, there's a difference between <laughs> someone who's 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 critical and who is is. Just trying to be a hater. Exactly. So so we'll, we can start there because let's preface it by that. Yeah. Haters, this is not a podcast about haters. Haters just can go on hating. Like haters are always going to hate. Let them be. Like they're the ones that it's just like delete, block, buy. Yeah. Okay. That's a hater for sure. Like, and I'm going to give you some examples from my inbox just in this past 24 hours, I can absolutely give you multiple examples of that. But then there is people that genuinely feel like they are coming from a place of sometimes it's not. Do you know what? And this is where we're going to help you decipher or discern. But from that place of, I don't know, support or offering their difference of opinion and, and genuinely think that they're trying to help you or change your mind – and I think it's those comments that often hurt people the most. And often it comes from people in our life. Yeah, totally. But there's also a difference, I think, people who are seeking, you know, generally I think you've got to try and work out who the people are who are genuinely seeking to understand the way you think, those who have valid criticisms, and those who just want to chop you down for having a different point of view. Yeah. So we have four areas that we kind of went through this this morning over coffee. We sat together and we were talking about, okay, we want to do this podcast and we want to, it's so relative right now for everybody. It's not yeah. just for me speaking up and speaking out always about all things. Yeah. Uh, and I said to Morgs, yeah, but let's like try and succinctly put it in a way that people can take the steps away and really implement them in their life. So the four things that we came up with going through it is specifically me because Morgzy just has to watch it all unfold. The four areas that we identify that I do. I just I, speak up against the dummies on your Instagram. You, you speak up against the haters. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the four areas are, have, so number one, and then we're going to dissect it all and go into it. Yeah. Number one, have boundaries. 
Number two, lean into empathy. Number three, let the comment pass through three gates. Is it helpful, respectful and insightful? And number four, which is the hardest one, don't take things personally. Yeah. If Oh, my God. If I took things personally, I would be clinically depressed, like never open my mouth again. I think I would add a fifth one even to this. Like, I would probably say um, be open to having your mind changed as yes. well. Yes. Okay, as we're well, going to put that. You know, that's this whole thing about you kind of don't know yes. what you don't know. There's a lot of stuff out. I think back to when I was 18, I thought I knew nothing. And you then, thought you knew nothing. Yeah, I thought I knew everything. I was so like, cool. Yeah. You didn't know no, anything. I was that yeah. woke. <laughs> um, no, I thought I knew everything. Like when you're 18, sure. you think like you've, you've been everywhere. And then when you kind of get into your 20s, you start to realize that there's a few things. That, hey, look, the, 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 there's a possibility that there may be some things that I don't know or understand. And then by the time you're into your 30s, you're like, there's all this stuff out there that I have no idea about and it's, some of it's fascinating and that's when you start to realise, you know, you I know in the past I and a lot of people will, will tend to speak up on things they know nothing about because mm-hmm. they think they know a lot about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's, this, that's this whole Dunning-Kruger effect thing. But um, so I think as I've gotten older, I try and, I'm trying to um, just like, yeah, be open to having my mind changed because I know there's a lot that I don't know about. I'm going to add a little three words on the end of that mm. and then and we'll, we'll dissect it. So be open to having your mind changed or being wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll go into it. Well, right. a lot of the time it's kind of isn't that self-explanatory. Like if you were if you to check, if we're talking about like well, no, expressing often it. A, often it is opinion. Like yeah. often it is opinion. Yeah. Like often it's just honestly we are just dealing with opinion. It's not even facts. Yeah. So I think having your mind change, it could be like, yeah, well, I never thought of it from that perspective yeah. versus, holy shit, I didn't even know that science existed by yeah. George. Yeah. I'm wrong. Like that, I mean, there's yeah, varying degrees of mind changed and, yeah. and actually just humbly being wrong. Yeah. All right. So let's kick it off. So like having boundaries, like what's that about? All right. So the three core areas I always say in life that will yield you mammoth success mm. in self-governance is having boundaries, and I'm only going to touch on this today. Actually, I'll probably do a whole podcast on this. So step number one is to have boundaries, and then I always say set standards for yourself. And oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I say know, know, your, value, know your values, set standards, and then know your boundaries. Okay. So I'm going to touch on the third one today of having boundaries. So this critically, really critically deals with Critics and haters. Yeah. Because often, I'm not even going to call them haters anymore, they're confused admirers because they do. They stalk your page. They're always the first to comment. They don't follow you but they're obsessed with you. This sounds, right? this sounds like someone who has a – this sounds like a problem that someone who has like a, a larger following deals with. It is. Like if you got – if you like maybe it's a family member. No, but it could – I was about to say, it could be a it family may, member. Yeah. So a confused admirer, knowing your boundaries, I always say people – Always allow a difference of opinion. Always. I never, I, I encourage difference of opinions. And Morgz is going to call me out on this, I think, like later. You sort of said, oh, I'm going to touch on something with this. So I always encourage difference of opinions with my post yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So I always encourage difference of opinions, right? So there's, so there's that. So it's like, yeah, come on, bring it on. Like I'm open to that always. I don't like echo chambers. However, 
having the knowing your boundaries is knowing when it's enough yeah. and knowing when it's okay to actually just delete and or delete and block the person. Although I've just found this button called restrict on Instagram. <laughs> Oh my god! I said to Anne because we've been reading. It's like reading this book, The Gulag Archipelago, right? Oh, and so I said, good, by the way. Guys. I was like, restricting someone is basically like banishing them to the Gulag. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. So know your. So ban- people know they still exist, but they never heard from again, right? That's it. That's them. You are on the restrict. If you are, if you are listening to this and you're one of my confused admirers on the restrict yeah. list, you deserve to be there. You put yourself in that naughty corner. <laughs> Um, no, and that's because I have super strong boundaries. So yeah. one of my boundaries, to give you an example, is by all means come and have a different opinion when I put things up. And I'm only talking – look, okay, so a couple of boundaries. First of all, if I'm going to be talking about – and I do, right, at the moment my platform, I am using my education and my background to talk yeah. about political things – I am so aware, and you need to be as well, if you are going to speak up, especially in 2020, on hot topics and things of political nature or sensitive nature or spicy nature, people are going to disagree with you. It's hot buttons. Hot buttons. And that's okay, right? So that's okay. I know lots of people are going to disagree with me and that's okay. Where I have my boundaries, I'm always like, by all means, come and comment, absolutely express your difference of opinion. The moment they start to become rude, Mm. disrespectful, swear, I swear like a sailor, but I just, if they swear at Swearing as a... a In context of describing something, as opposed to swearing at you, like you're a... Piece of shit. Whatever, Yeah. yeah, you know? So my boundary is have a difference of opinion. I love it. I welcome it. Morgs and I, we've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. It's like we constantly mm. have difference of opinions. The thing is, with, I think, sorry to jump in there, but I think with a lot of people as well, they think winning an argument is like, if it's a political debate, they think winning an argument is telling you you look like a piece of shit. Yeah. It's like, told her, nailed her, <laughs> got it, got I'm it. right, yeah. right? Oh, anyway, so I always say, it's true though. So I always say, but my boundary is the moment that someone is disrespectful, rude, or swears at myself or somebody else in the comments, because obviously I attract, I think my latest post almost has 400 comments. Yeah. If someone, and I watch it, if someone is really rude, which happened last night, they weren't, they were rude to me and I'm like, Okay, well, I'm going to block you. And then in the interim, I saw them absolutely attack someone else. Yeah. Gone. So that's these, my so boundary. Again, so this is, again, this is not, that's not actual debate, right? No. That's their ad hominems. So, but explain ad hominem. So, then. an ad hominem is when you attack the person rather than the argument. Say that right? again. An ad hominem is when you attack the person, not the argument, right? So, that's I just the think problem. it's so important that people learn. Well, that, I don't think that. a lot of people do. And this is where this whole thing, right, about, um, I was telling you about the other day. Like, and again, if, if you know what I'm talking about and I butchered the ex- explanation of this because there's only something I've really learned about in the last few months, right, this whole Dunning-Kruger effect. So there were these two psychologists um, that worked, that, you know, conducted a study and in this study they are actually able to prove that the people with the lowest education on a topic uh, and the least informed are the most vocal, mm. right? And they did this, they ran this test where they had them debate each other over a topic but they didn't explain the rules of proper debate. Like you can't use ad hominems, uh, straw yeah. man arguments, all this sort of okay. stuff. Yeah. And at the conclusion of the debate, both th- teams thought they'd won. Mm-hmm. And, or the, the team that won, the, the, the team that was interviewed, 
thought they won. They thought they smashed it. And when they explained to them, well, no, because you attacked the person, not the argument. You attacked arguments that weren't the other team wasn't making and you actually lost by a mile. Yeah. They were like, oh, okay, right? Um, because they could see where the mistakes had been made. Right? But yeah. the Dunning-Kruger effect also goes on to explain that people who know a little bit know enough to, stay, to not speak up too much yeah. and experts make a mistake of thinking everybody knows as much as they do. Yes, which so is so true. Yeah. That's my that's my old boss, DJ. Yeah. So again, if I've done smart. that, if I've explained that wrong, too bad. Right? Yeah. I don't take your criticism. Sorry, but that, no. So <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Yeah. No, so having boundaries is, I actually think that story is a perfect example. Yeah. That even with your family, I have the strongest boundaries known to man. And I'm not just saying against my family, I'm saying against fucking Morgan, everybody. Yeah. Like, I know I will always sit in my truth, you know, um, evoke conversation, inspire conversation, be open to difference of opinions, absolutely, as long as you keep it civil civil and yeah. respectful. Now, the moment that it becomes not, yes, I will delete and block your ass I think 100%. The- and that, this is what I'm saying to you. So if you are currently someone... In 2020, it's just the year to have this conversation that yeah. has has had an opinion on anything, the environment, yeah. um, the lockdowns, Victoria's current state of fuckery, yeah. um, anything, anything that's happened in, in 2020 and you've put up your opinion on it and yeah. you've been attacked, yeah. they're not then you are allowed to restrict or to block or to delete. You don't have to feel like you need to sit in that cesspool of... And defend yeah, and who defend. you are as, as, a, as a person. But if someone, and I can give you a range of um, of examples, there's been some phenomenal uh, individuals, often, in, in fact, on every post that I do when it comes to these hot buttons, who will come and they say to me, hey, Anna, I actually have a really different... Literally, it's like, hey, Anna... Um, completely respect where you're coming from. I, I disagree and here are my reasons why, yeah. but I really love what you're doing or I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, I am their biggest fan. I am like, hey, thanks so much. I love that, you know, you're here so respectfully um, and I so respect your position. Awesome yeah. and and super interesting. Let me know it. Like by all means, happy for you to engage. Like, And it's, it's the best when you've got a, a calm, respectful person. Now... The other side to that yesterday was like, you're a piece of shit and you're really ugly. Yeah. It's like, what are we, was this kindergarten? I literally got a comment like that. It's a kindergarten. I literally got a comment like that. Yeah. Another one didn't speak anything. So some, so I posted about, you know, how to have taken empowered action and, you know, with your political representative. Which, people, which else, by the way, people on the other side of the debate can just take those same principles and apply it to what they, how they feel about the topic. 100%. So it was just, but if you're encouraging people to become politi- politically active within their electorate, right, uh, people who don't hold the same view as you can do the same thing. I encourage that Yeah, wholeheartedly. I'm yeah. like, hey, if you have a difference of opinion, you still need to be writing the letters. Yeah, it's, but it's not just for, but I'm just not going to write the letter because that's not my position. A lot of these people, like, you know, they're ideologues, right? they're dogmatic because they can only adhere to their strict set of political beliefs. And if anybody attacks that, regardless of whether you're tr- it's true or not, mm. you, you know, it's like they form their I- I- identity around, I'm a, Say Dan Andrews supporter. Mm. So to criticize him is to criticize them. Yeah, I asked Morgs the other day. I said to him, "Baby, why do you think? 
can you explain to me, can you just knock some sense into this, my confused mind as to why some of these senators at the time and then members on Labor's side at mm. the time were getting on the floor so obviously going against their constituents and rah, rah, you know, and yeah. I said it's just, it's so bad, like it's unconstitutional and yeah. you said they're just so attached to their ideology yeah. that they can't let it go and it's the same with people that totally. want to attack your argument well, by attacking are, these, you. These are part of our biases, I think, as well. Yeah. And we've all got them. Oh, God We've yeah. all got them. It's but like French Bulldogs are the best. <laughs> well, look, that's, that's, not a, that's a fact. So, um, But I, I just think as well, like, if this is the problem, right, and this is what, like, what happens in America is people become tribal. Like, it doesn't matter what, Ooh, what yeah. really what the topic is, right? There's no nuance in between. It's yeah. just like if you're Democrat, you are... Uh, pro-choice, you're anti-gun um, you, and, you know, all those sorts of party lines. It's like you, you that's, that's kind of what you believe in regardless of what, you know, what is actually like true or anything like that. If you're a Republican, it's like a pro-gun, um, yeah. you know, or if you're a Trump, Trump supporter, it's like these are the – This the, is who you are. This is who I am, but, but these topics, right? Yeah. And anybody who challenges that challenges me and, yeah. and who I am and what makes up me as a person. And I think this we're, – we're spending some time on this one, the having yeah. boundaries, because I, I just think that this is self-governance 101. Yeah. I think that to be able to know that you can show up courageously and vulnerably and share your truth and what's going on for you, because, again, it, it sometimes isn't fact. You know, I'm not saying what I share either is fact, and that's – we'll get into that with the um, Be Open to Having Your Mind Change. Yeah. I'm always open. In fact, someone had put something super interesting. I can't remember now. This is like weeks ago. And I was like, wow, that's phenomenal. Thank you for sharing that. I'm taking that on. Like I'm looking at that science. It's awesome. So but having boundaries, just please know if you're out there and I think this is so – I know mental health is the biggest problem fundamentally in Australia right now. Yeah. Fact. That's fact. Well, was it? We saw the ABC had an interview with a guy who runs Lifeline. <sighs> they set a record yesterday for the most calls they've ever received Ever. He's actually just come out and written a brilliant but devastating op-ed today. Oh, really? Saying that he is, as the CEO of Lifeline, genuinely concerned for the rates of suicide to come. Yeah. So all of those that like attacked. See, and this is the thing, right? Like when people came out, this is actually a really brilliant thing to speak on. Right. So it's not and it's devastating. But, and if you are feeling upset mm. or on the edge, please call Lifeline. Um, but... The coroner had come out and given stats, just numbers. It was like, well, actually, everyone's saying that suicides haven't increased in this, um, you know, time frame in Victoria specifically are yeah. wrong because here are the facts from the coroner's office. Yeah. Now, I know when we had spoken about it and Matt spoke about it, he actually was speaking to a report he had read. I think it was 4,500 versus 3,000. Yeah. So this is Matt Wong when he yes. was on. Yeah, we had him on a couple of weeks ago. And then people attacked. They didn't attack at all, but they just questioned that, which I was super open yeah, to. And this totally. isn't a boundary. But like, but people were saying, no, 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 it's wrong. And, you know, the coroner said. And I'm like, no, I understand and respect that. But the, this isn't what we're saying. We're actually devastatingly anticipating what's to come yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. This is something that a lot of people shared about. I know for a fact a lot of people went out and said, this is so sad, oh, my God, you know, suicides are on the rise, let's talk about mental health and we're getting attacked for it. Yeah. And then people used that argument 
But if you then came back to say, hey, well, you know what? Thank you for that. And and this is so, this is how to deal with this. Yeah. Like, thank you for that. And isn't that wonderful that it hasn't increased? Thank yeah. goodness. I'm, I'm, what great news. But actually I'm talking about, um, you know, the anticipation of what is to come or I'm, I'm just not sure from my own experience, from what I'm seeing, say, in my suburb because I've had some un- devastating conversations with people. Yeah. But if they then start to be like, well, you're a fucking this, 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 blah, 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 it's like, okay, well, then they're attacking you as a person. Yeah. You don't need to stay in debate and argument with them. Your boundary can be enough. Yeah. You can delete comments until you want and it's not about – because then people will attack you. I get attacked on this all the time. You deleted my comments, rah, 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 and, and I'm like, of course I did because yeah. you were rude, you swore at me, and you're disrespectful. So, yeah. yes, of course – and I don't reply. Yeah, I generally block, block them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that's a boundary. For yeah. example, and I think if you can garner them in your life in general, yeah, uh, I spoke about boundaries as well in my self love podcast. Yeah. It just can change your life. All right. Yeah. Okay. So lean into empathy. Now, this is something I'm not a very empathetic person. Yes, I'm. I uh, have a very low emotional <laughs> IQ. Okay. It's probably why I don't post a lot on social media. <laughs> I think that'd be. I think my emotional IQ is somewhere on the spectrum, somewhere. I put this in. For me, and I'm, I was going to laugh and yeah. say, look, this is probably... I'll take moment. notes during this next this number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so leaning into empathy and don't take things personally. So two and four are probably the hardest things that you can do. And I'm not always great at it either. I have to take a breath. Sometimes I am great at it, but often I will have to physically remove myself put the phone down, go have a shower, like do things to just busy myself with something else if I can feel my empathy residing. Now, often, and this is why I probably, I don't take things personally and I don't, uh, I don't get upset. I just don't. And I also want to say this has come from 10 years of dealing with speaking up, speaking out, doing things that are, you know, different with things like network marketing that people attacked yeah, you're wrong because you do network marketing. How what? dare you <laughs> scamming piece of shit. And I got that yeah. one last night as well. Yeah. Um, but And I just don't take it personally because I always think, I genuinely think, I just, I don't know what that person has gone through. Hey, even yeah. in the car, what do I say? Someone will like, some person will like speed past and cut morgues off and he's like, what a dickhead. And I'm yeah. like, you don't know that he is like literally rushing to the hospital to say goodbye to his wife. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, but baby, you don't know. You don't know. So, and then this is important. And I think if you're going to start to really be like, oh, that is the biggest work I'm ever going to have to do in my life. This is where though you need to learn to set boundaries even harder because never, ever either mistake my empathy for weakness. Yeah. And this is what people have to understand about me, that I am very soft and can be very, very empathetic but I absolutely know when to say enough yeah. or fuck you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, totally. So, and that's when you know, like when you have such strong boundaries, you know when to do that and you know when to say that. So I have empathy until the cows come home because I like last night I was reading these comments and I actually said to Morks, I got a really, really rude one. Mm. And I said, and you know, it was like literally a single mom. She had this like, I think she had about like 3,000 followers, like, Someone that obviously shows up quite boldly, like all of her posts were completely, I love you. Like just, it was just in my inbox. It was not the woman that she portrayed to be online. Yeah. And I said to Morgzo this morning when I read it out to you, I was just like, she's a single mum, probably in Melbourne right now, that 
I imagine is fearful mm. and scared and upset and they might have no money and like you well, just I... don't know. And this is how I'm like I'm not going to take that personally because she could have – she literally could have had just had the worst fight with her husband that he could have just been like I'm leaving you and then here's old mate on Instagram me yeah. being like – Swanning around, live your Gold best Coast life. And, I'm so happy with my husband. You know, so I get that. I get that. I can completely lean into that empathy. Now, if you are someone, because I know like so many Victorians are going to listen to this, that is like I don't have a shred of empathy left. For I don't you. have time for people's feelings. <laughs> okay, I so understand. <laughs> But I think what if you want to start, if you're like, no, but I do want to work on this, the best way to start is it's that old adage of treat people how you wish to be treated and just think if I acted out because I was fearful or upset or triggered or really angry, how would I want someone to respond to me? Lean into empathy. Yeah. That's that's number two. So okay. I just don't, I don't, and that's the thing, I don't take... And that's probably why. Well, I think, I mean, again, I think sometimes the way I like to maybe not lean into, it's not necessarily leaning into empathy, it's trying to understand their position. Mm-hmm. And you can do that just by asking questions, right? If someone has a genuine criticism, and I think that sometimes when people that genuinely have criticism, there can be an immediate response to feel the need to defend, especially on social yeah, media, because no one likes to look wrong, yeah. but it's okay to be wrong. This is what people have got to understand. It's okay yeah, to, to, it's okay to change to your mind. It makes you a human being. Well, that's super important. Say that again. It's okay to be wrong and look change, and look, change and your mind. I think so as well. Change but your mind. If you've got a really strong view on something, and you know, someone comes along and challenges it, your immediate response can be like, "Hey, I need to actually, you know, I need to defuse this because this person's going to make me look like a fool, right?" But mm. I think a lot of the time, if you know, sometimes if you just ask people, you know, like simple questions like, "That's interesting. Why do you think that way? Yeah. How so?" Where, where, what makes you say that? Things like that. And if you encourage people to actually try and explain their position, quite often I find that their position is not really well thought out at all. They're just re- repeating a media point maybe they've heard or seen on TV or they've read in an article, mm. but they actually don't they, – they haven't actually thought through the implications of their position. They just know that they don't like yours and they will take you for it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the time if you can if – you if you give people the space and – Maybe it'll show them the some empathy and allow them to to explain their position. Quite often enough, I think I find people will actually um, say too much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's actually a really good example of this I want to use. There's a woman. I won't, I won't say. Well, was, sorry. Yesterday, on one of your posts, right? Okay. There was a couple of people saying your 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 point is like they just went and basically it boiled down to is you shouldn't say anything about Melbourne because you don't live there. Yeah, the attack that which is. Personal. Well, which is personal, but yeah. it's also stupid. It's like I, I, <laughs> but his, I, I shouldn't have an opinion about uh, Kim Jong-un because I'm not from North Korea. Yeah, you're, Morgan turned to him and was like, are, are we not allowed to like – Talk about Hitler because I'm not from, I'm, I'm not not from Germany. Germany? It's like what? So that – and this is the thing. So like this is this is the level – this is why I have so much bloody empathy, yeah. right? Because I'm just like just imagine what they're going through to yeah. say something dumb like that. Like how dare you speak up? Because this is the thing, guys. Think of that exact argument alone because it's not necessarily an attack personally, but think of someone that's like, because it is, it's relentless on my part. It's like the, the only attack most people have to me at the moment when I speak up to defend Victoria, to help Victoria, is like shut up and sit down and you're not from here. Now imagine if when the world was trying to help liberate and bring down Hitler, 
if the Germans were like, shut up, world, sit down, you're not from here. <laughs> like, but imagine, yeah. imagine what that person that says that, because like, that's the argument. That, well, that that's is the argument. That's basically what it boils down to. It's, like, it's, it's, it's silly. It's, you know, it's like, um, so I just think they're fearful, upset. I think so as well, but there's also lots of contradiction and hypocrisy and all that as well. It's like six months ago when the country was on fire, people were putting up photos of ScoMo, like in flames everywhere with like, this is fine. Now the same people are watching grandma get strong-armed and, and, and wrestled in the park and they're like, yeah, it's all good. Mm. So what, how can one, you know what I mean? I know. Show some consistency. But <laughs> At least. This, this is why I've got the empathy. <laughs> but this is the power of it. I just think, understand that in our household, like, as much as I'm out, like, oh, the poor people. You can't go out because you might kill grandma, but the police the police mugging her in the park's fine. <laughs> Which we've witnessed <laughs> on, on mine. All right, so number three. Let the comment pass through three gates. Now, I always say one one to three. Yeah. Um, but this, I have to preface this absolutely by saying this is literally only specific to you're going to know this in a split second. If this is like a confused admirer, like yeah. a hater, someone just looking for a fight or someone that's genuinely trying to seek to understand or just genuine like – this is where I think it's powerful. Like it's okay that people have a difference of opinion, but if they start to sort of attack, ask, ask of the comment or ask of the, of the conversation because it could happen at you know family dinners yeah. or anything as well. Um, but is it helpful, respectful, and or insightful? Yeah. So often, if you see me respond to people that you would be like, oh, she should have, and I get often it's like, oh, you should have just deleted that, and I'm like, well, no, because. I think they were genuinely trying to be insightful or helpful, yeah. offering their sex difference. It's, of it's hard to understand. There's no nuance or tone in text. No, I feel it though. I'm, I freaking. You make it. assumptions. Yeah, I can make assumptions, make that assumptions I feel assumptions, it, but, but I de- you definitely know. Yeah. Um. So, but I ask that. So that's generally like my number one thing, and I want to give a really, really good example because I've been getting this a lot, and I genuinely respect it because I've got boundaries absolutely lean into empathy but I ask this these three questions now one I've gotten actually I haven't gotten a lot I've had it about three times but just before this podcast I got it in my inbox and I've just shared a video of police like out of control yet again 30 police arresting a man um pushed his kids away all all this stuff yeah someone messaged me and said thuggery you are fear-mongering yeah and but they were kind like I, I could genuinely sense like it was they said some other I can't remember exactly so I don't want to misquote it but it basically was like and I'm really trying to follow the things that you do and some of it's helpful but I just feel like most of it's fear mongering. Now that to me is I mean it's not helpful necessarily or but it was respectful. She's not being rude. Yeah. And it's insightful because I actually stepped back and and literally thought, and I know I talked to you about this about another one, which was just hilarious to me that I like you're finger mongering when I shared the premier speaking facts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no. Anyway, but this one, I actually stepped back and I was like, well, no, I need to look at that. Like, I want to look at that. I don't just want to be like, no, I'm not. Rah, and get yeah. on the defense. I was like. She's being respectful. Like it's mm. not like how dare you, blah, blah, blah. She just was like, hey, Anna. And it's it's insightful because and this is where it's so important. You get to take that breath and go, well, is this criticism or do they genuinely think they're being helpful? And you get to defend or come back and, and reply, yeah. but you can do it from that empathetic 
thank you so much for that comment or, you know, wow, that's, you know, it's not my intention at all mm. and I'm sorry that you are perceiving it as that um, and I'm not but I genuinely do, you know, I hope you're okay. Or, and it, it just changes that feeling like you're constantly being attacked to, well, yeah. sometimes people genuinely think and often, which leads into um, number five, you know, be open to having your mind changed, often if they are sort of being a semblance of helpful and respectful and it is sort of insightful, even if statistics are wrong or things like that, it allows that robust, respectful, considered conversation. Do you know what it's like? It's kind of like the way they argue in in Parliament. Oh, thank the uh, leader of the opposition for his question. It's like, you're not thanking, you don't mean that. (laughs) <laughs> you're a liar <laughs> No, no, but I get, I get what you're saying It's like, you know, if it encourages you to be a bit introspective And actually think about your position and, and go away and, and, and hey, look, maybe she's right you know? Absolutely Maybe maybe what you shared was, was out of context Yeah Who knows, right? Absolutely So that's where you can just take that step back Now, again, this is super helpful with family Mm, My God, those people. family and Hi, friends mom. My mum listens to all that <laughs> Hi, podcast. my mum, same Yeah, they, yeah. Hey. She told me the other day, she's like um, look, do you think you need to swear as much? It's a Did bit jarring on the ear. I was like, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm trying not to swear as much. Now. Oh my God, Morty, swear. No. Oh, it's got to be in context. Mum, mum listens religiously as well. Her favourite, she told me, was the one with Matt oh, Wong. <laughs> I love it. Not us. No, <laughs> hi, Mum. No, so is it helpful, respectful and insightful? Now, typically... Family and friends and those closest to you mm. are the worst ones for this because they think they're being helpful and respectful and insightful and they're not. Yeah. And this is actually, so this is one that can be flipped where you take on so much constructive, and I'm doing the air quotes, constructive criticism Yeah. because you're like, oh, well, they have my best interests at heart and all these things. It's like, well, actually, no, sit back and think, is this actually being helpful? Are they re- are they respecting me or are they actually crossing my boundaries? And is it like insightful? Is it an insightful thing because they've done what I'm doing or yeah. they have a degree, you know, not a degree, but like they have a semblance of um, experience in this arena. What is it? Like and often I feel like the people right now that are speaking up in 2020, they're getting – they are getting attacked from those closest to them and it's yeah. not helpful, respectful or insightful. Yeah. And this is where you, I want you to go back and be like, wow, no, I get to lean into empathy, of course, so I don't need to be rude and disrespectful back, yeah. but I get to have boundaries and say enough or thank you, but enough yeah. or delete or block by all yeah, means. For sure. It's hard to do with family sometimes as well and you got to, I have to think about times, you know, that with my own family as well. It's like, well, what are you talking about? You're full of shit, right? Yeah. So, no, totally. Okay. It's like, so, hang on. It's like if my – I've got three older brothers. They're my heroes. But like my eldest brother smokes a lot, drinks a lot. It would be like him coming to me with health advice. <laughs> <laughs> but And this is – Well, little, he might. Well, he, he might. He might be like, and hey. And I would say, thanks so much. He's, yeah, I've been working hard on giving myself cancer and this is what I've learned. That's still health advice. <laughs> that is it's just advice. not just not the positive. Right yeah. So ask it's insightful. Yourself, it is insightful, but that, but so ask, pass through those and it's, you'll do it in a second. And I always yeah. say, I can smile and nod and thank you. Yep, yeah. Awesome. But I'm yeah. going to. Like the race, you're, you're a racist grandparent or something. Yeah. What do I always say? Eat the fish, leave the bones. Okay. 
All right, don't take things personally. Yeah, so this is a big one and it's hard to do and I think this was a constant work in progress. I mean, look, it's hard. Look, if someone attacks you as a person or your appearance, the way you look, yeah, take that personally. Oh, I don't. And give it back to them. No, Morgan. Why? If someone comes to you and says, um, I think your red hair looks fucking stupid, you fire crutch piece of shit, (laughs) right? <laughs> right? Sure. Yeah. Like you have my permission to turn around and be as childish as you want and say whatever you want about them. Tell them their kids are ugly, whatever it is, right? Go for the low blow. Yeah. Attack their kids. Yeah. No, I just don't give a shit. Straight for the jugular. I just, I just, so I don't, I just don't take things personally. Now, if you want to start to not. The greatest book that I ever read about this very thing was Dom, from Don Miguel Ruiz, The Four Agreements. Yeah. And it, the fourth agreement is this. Don't I know what you're going to say because, again, you mentioned it before. It's like you don't know what's going on for them. Exactly. Yeah. But also you have to understand. So for me, I'm like that person could have grown up, you know, in doctrine, whatever. Like yeah. I'm always just like – and I always say – Anyone that comes at you, that ats you these days, 2020, that ats you. They could have had an uh, an incident involving an unfortunate queefing accident. (laughs) (laughs) You never know, honey. You never know. Who knows? Moments prior and you just the one, right? I'm I'm, I'm joking. Of course. But like you don't... Especially especially online because any... Oh, my God. Social media is like giving any idiot a soapbox to say... Whatever they want. Myself included. Be, me too. Yeah, yeah. Here we, look at, here we are. This is going <laughs> to, you know. Um, here we are, compadres. Yeah, but it's, I think it's up to, to, to me and to you, I, the, whoever, right? Zeusy. Um, Zeus gives. No. <laughs> zero. Zero. Um, you know, like anybody can, has basically has a microphone to say whatever they want at the yeah. moment, right? And if you if you are someone who's constantly taking things, per, it's going to be a long long life for you. Yeah, I don't know if we can move forward with you into the next generation. Yeah, because no, Some, sometimes it's better, like it, with people that have strong opinions about certain things, just to water off a duck's back, mate. Don't even just don't even don't even enter into it. Some, so sometimes it's better. Look, look up the word if you don't know. I didn't years ago, but I had this intention. To become impervious. I just wanted to become impervious because I had just been hit after hit after hit after hit after hit of just, of hate. Not even, I mean, prior to even choosing, how dare I, the profession of network marketing. I had lost high school friends because I'd changed my life and I'd gotten off drugs and I, you know, was a a popular, I, not popular, what's the word I'm going for? Confident and happy and optimistic and that's not who I was. So I copped hate for that hate. Literal yeah. hate. Um, lost all my friends and then it was, it was I joined Network Marketing and then it was like got attacked by men. Like I've got story after story after story personally that because I do live a bolder, louder life. Well, that's the thing. But if you want to if you want to do anything, you're going to have critics. Look, I'm, and that's what I mean. But look, I was going to say. Jesus, look, I'm not religious, but Jesus had critics, Jesus right? Jesus had critics. Mother <laughs> Teresa had critics. Yeah. But what I was going to say is that I was like, I'm either going to let this stop me every single time and let me like let it wipe me out and yeah. take me down and 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 put me off course and silence me or I'm going to just let become so impervious and have such strong boundaries be empathetic 
like let it pass through three gates that I just don't need to take it personally because it's not my shit. It's yeah. theirs. If anyone literally in 2020, it's at, at you, like that's what they do. They at you. Don't take it personally. And I know it's so easy for me to sit here. Not really though, like and say it. It's but because I live it. So I woke up this morning and I mean, even Em, if you're listening, like our PT, I bounced into our PT session and I'm my normal chirpy self like I bloody always am. And our PT, hey, was like, oh, my God, Anna, like I saw your Instagram overnight, like are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. No, of course I'm okay. That's people's opinion. You have to understand they might have had a bad day or blah, 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 blah. Like you have to become – and it's not about becoming inhumane or non um, sympathetic or empathetic. I am the most empathetic person, emotional person known to man. I feel everything mm. positively, but not other people's shit. Yeah. If you even want to have a difference of opinion or come at me, even family. I mean, I remember I went through a stage where my eldest brother, even because I chose, I have no qualms in talking about this. He was, he himself was going through a lot of shit, but when I, my first year of network marketing, he disowned me. He was like, I want nothing to do with you. My, we're like, we're best friends. And I still was like, your shit, brother, not mine. Yeah. So this is where you have to become so impervious. Do you know, was, uh, Chopper Reed uh, has a, had a quote. He's like, even Beethoven had critics. Can you name three? No. No one can. People only remember Beethoven. They don't remember his critics, right? That was oh, right after that. he stabbed Keithy George in H Division. <laughs> <laughs> For those who have seen the movie. He's Is that like, what he said? He's like, he's bleeding on the ground and stuff. He's oh like, you're a fucking, you're an animal. You, you stab people, you bash people for no reason. He's like, he's like, Beethoven had, no, no, this is a different scene. Doesn't matter. Great. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. A great movie. I'm going to watch it again on the weekend. Uh, but my point <laughs> is, always just take a step back and just be like, you know what? It's their stuff. It's not mine. It's not mine to carry. It's not mine to take on. It's not mine to give a second more to. People can at you, criticize you, put you down, hate on you, try and stop you, attack you, do anything that they want, but it's on them. It's got nothing to do with you. And I genuinely live this way. Mm. And I always say as well, I actually loved it a little bit. I was brushing my teeth this morning and I was thinking, oh, good for you, Anna. Like, this actually, I literally thought this thought. I was like, oh, good for me. I'm actually clearly growing to the next level again in terms of just growth and and just who I want to be essentially and, and what I want to own because I am copying criticism more. Yeah. I get, like I haven't had it in, at this level for a little while. Um, but the thing is, you, and, like, I loved you it. And, and me as well, it kind of motivates us to learn more as well. Yeah. To expand out like our education and understanding of things. Like it's why we're both reading that book. It's like, like Archipelago is all about the history of Soviet Russia and mm-hmm. the rise of Marxism and communism. Everyone and should read that book. Everybody should read that book. It's incredible. Now I'm reading it. I'm like, everyone well, should. It's a hard me. read though. Like I'm not a, definitely not an avid reader. Far from it. And because it's written in. You're Ru- an avid listener though. <laughs> yeah, totally. But the book's written in Russian and translated into English. So it's like, you've got to like termin- some terminologies of places and things like that. I was like on my phone, like, what is that? Yeah, yeah. But it's great. But it's great because he's That's a chapter, great. like he's a chapter ahead of me. So he Oh, about the same because no. Well, we, I caught up. But yeah. you you do, you like you look it up and you're like, babe, oh, what was it? You were like, blah blah is police. Yeah, the, when they t- talk organs, about organs he's right? Like, organs are police. I'm like, I, great. I think that what they were saying is that organs, right? Because the police made up 
the the body of the nation. It was all. Yeah. It was such a police state. Oh, that's what they call it. it. Yeah, mm. well, interesting. Yeah, wow. What a what a what an the, interesting it, time. Yeah, the, to be reading the book. The uh, the common thread about the all the arrests was that every time someone got arrested for literally doing nothing, they spoke up. Well, they themselves didn't even speak mm-hmm. up. They were like, this, "Surely this is a mistake. It'll get sorted out." Gulag, 10 years, labour camp. Bye. Or death. <laughs> okay. Predominantly death. Just, I don't want to stay on this topic for too long. but the, the, So that's extreme, right? But obviously with everything that's going on, there's definitely hallmarks of similarities oh, yeah. about certain things and that, that, that happened during that era that we see happening now. Yeah. 100%. And that's why. So when you, when you, when you know who you are, and this is, okay, like this, we, I, I, I feel like I want to do a whole podcast and just like, Know thy, know thyself. Yeah. And I, it's so funny. I just went to Lisp. I've got a little Lisp and I get hated on for that. Yeah. Like people attack my looks, people attack my stuff. And I laugh because <laughs> I'm know, like. Do you know what is funny? It's like the people that do it have uh, no profile photo, <laughs> private account. <laughs> anyway, but imagine if I, but guys, imagine like I'm on, I, we're top 10, I think still in Australia. We are like, we're constantly in top 10 in Australia for podcasting. Imagine if I let in our, pe- in our, in our, in our division, category. so self-improvement yeah. and ed- education, but imagine if I let those comments like, oh my God, I do have a list. Like, does everybody think that? Oh, I don't give a I shit. I never really noticed it, but oh, now that's my list. But all. my point is you just cannot take things personally. So if you need help with that, if you like, that is literally my biggest problem. Like yeah. I let everything affect me. I let people's families, family, family is the worst. Like my family is amazing. I feel like we defend now because our family is listening. Mum, if you're listening, you're the best. But families in general are the worst Mm. at berating or criticising or thinking they're being helpful and then you take it so personally and it takes you out for a couple of hours or days and I just am calling you on that and saying enough. Yeah. You get to not take things personally anymore and live this kick-ass, loud, courageous, albeit sometimes, yes, you're going to cop criticism, but it doesn't matter because you don't need to take it personally. Um, Mike Tyson has a lisp. I love Mike Tyson. We just listened to his podcast the other day. Yeah, the Joe Rogan. Rogan. That's great. All right, so number five, I want you to riff on this the most. So number five, what did I say number five was? Be open to having your mind changed. Be open to having your mind changed or being wrong. This is something I think that comes with age. Like I mentioned yeah. at the start, right? I think the older you get, you, 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 the older I get, the more open I am to having my mind changed about things. I think a lot of the time, but it all depends on on what your your knowledge and your level of understanding is on a topic as well. I think that people, people, like I said, the Salt Dunning Kruger thing, right? People will speak out the most with the least knowledge. So that's why I think it's important for people to just try and understand, hey, maybe there's something I, I don't know here. Maybe there's something I don't know yet. Maybe this person's right. I actually want to say I think you you are probably the king of this because I have been pretty consistent and vocal in my like disdain of the management of Victoria, like lots, lots yeah, in 2020. T- well, look, and you've challenged me brilliantly yeah, and beautifully yeah. on all of it, yeah, totally. literally all of it. Yeah. But you are actually someone with a lot of humility, honey, actually. Yeah. I'm just like having this realisation that – you start to look because science changes as well, guys. That's yeah. the point of science too. Yeah. So often, like right now, even I always think the people that were like, "Yay, lockdowns!" There's so much science now yeah. that's actually so that they're so bad. Even if you had that opinion, say, but say well, I was someone that doesn't seem to be an opposing 
well, we were talking about it, and you know, Dennis was on the other week, talked about this. There's no opposing scientific view in that in that formulation of that roadmap and that plan. It can't be. Yeah, it just and can't and be. this is it's. I think when you can come from a place, and this is where, so I will always be open to having my mind changed yeah. if they are respectful. Yeah. Hey, and, they, look, hey, look, and here's the thing. If the plan that they were using was working, yeah, hey, surprise. Yeah. keep going, right? Yeah. That's that's the thing. But with finding that it's not, it's very, or if it is, it's very, very We've slow. We've just gone, by the way, back onto obviously Victoria's Yeah, right I now. know. It's a hot You're topic. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> I said, let's not talk too much about Melbourne and politics. And it's like, bang, straight into it. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, it, it's... It's doing more harm than good, and you can challenge that as much as you want. The facts are out there, you know. Uh, you know, people were saying back in March, right? Like the lockdowns are not the way to go. Yeah. Right. I've got some like Dr. Sukrad Bhakti, uh, Dr. Joe Kettner, uh, uh, John uh, Leonidas. I can never pronounce his name Leonidas. right. Stanford um, professor, head of epidemiology at Sta- at Stanford University. He's like, you know, if. If people, if we didn't know it existed and we were doing testing, mm. we wouldn't, we would notice we like a, say, a, a oh, blip, we notice a blip in, in flu cases. That's it. Yeah. How crazy. Sorry. Is that yeah, sorry. We're getting a bit ranty there. But again, so but, no, but where are those voices in, in there? No, They're not. No They're just full of yes. But men. I think to speak to like this whole ideology of like how to deal with criticism to yeah. bring you back. Sorry. I'm getting ranty. About be open <laughs> to having your mind change or being wrong. If you are someone that's listening yeah. that has kind of had the position of that no, no, like we're all going to die, you know, lockdowns are bad and you've and you've been there. And if you still have that opinion, that's okay too. Like this is why I'm very empathetic. I think, like, I think that's I've... okay too. But you can also change your mind. Yeah, or, totally. and if you've been arguing and, and you know, fighting with people online and doing all the things, then it's okay to have your mind changed. Yeah. Or I think the most three humbling words in the English language is I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Yeah. So, and I think, so you called me out on this before, which I love. So I want to say, yeah, yes, I, you forget, yeah. where I think I was wrong Yeah. in all of, the, so we're talking about, you know, have boundaries, lean into empathy, let the comment pass through three gates, helpful, respectful, insightful. Don't take things personally and be uh, be open, I'll say, to being wrong or having yeah. your mind changed. Uh, in that post I had put up yesterday, yeah. I called out the critics before they came well, because I was well, this like... This is what I brought up with you. So what yeah. I said, wasn't it you, I mean, you called out the critics, right, but you also did it with the people who you labelled the critics in with the people who are the, the haters and who just want to um, slam you as a person and not your argument. And I said, well, that's not really the right way to, to go about it because critics and criticism should be welcome and yes. that debate should be allowed to take yes. place. But, I mean, so what do you want to say? Do you want to say something about that? Because I think, I think you, you chose... Poor words. Yes. And I, so what I'm saying is I believe I was wrong. Yeah. So that's what to I'm saying. Say it's, it's par- so see, like you can be wrong yeah. and it's okay and the world's not going to end in yeah. the sense that if I redid that post, I would just say nothing to be honest and yeah. just let them come because then I can govern it still, well, just which say, look, just like look, I did. Constructive criticism and, and robust debate, welcome. Yeah. Um, hateful, ad- and hateful attacks and ad hominems. Um, you'll be removed and blocked. Hateful people, though, don't even know what ad hominem is. That's, that's <laughs> the beauty of it. They probably, they probably. No, and why? But to you be some kind of homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. So, but the thing is, though, and that's, I just wanted to use that as a really powerful example to end all that. Like having boundaries, leaning into empathy. I didn't let the comment pass through the three gates. I don't think it was helpful. It probably wasn't respectful in their eyes mm. and it wasn't insightful. 
I took things personally. I think that's where the intention came from. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm just sick of it. Like I was like, I'm just going to nip it in the bud before they come because I'm sick of Of, the criticism. But I don't need to take it personally. It's not the criticism. It's the the hate. It's the attacks. It's the attacks. The personal attacks. criticism I don't mind at all. Of the argument. Yeah. For sure. Sure. There's no problems Um, with that. And and that's good fun to have those conversations. Respectful. Absolutely. Yeah. Exchanges of ideas. And then... It's okay to be wrong. So it's like the most perfect example that we could possibly give that um, – and now everyone's like, ooh, if they haven't seen the post, they'll go back. But yeah. it's so powerful just to be like, oh, okay, it's okay I was wrong or have your mind changed. Yeah. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope that helped. Yeah. I don't even know how long we've been going. 52 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, about 52 minutes. Yeah, sorry. And I just want to say on the mic, actually, before we end, I know we're like, all right, thanks for coming. But I so appreciate, I know we so appreciate, but we so appreciate all of the reviews you guys have left. And if you are someone, I'm not even asking for them. I'm not like, oh, go do it. But I cannot tell you how humbling and lovely it is that you guys are listening. Like you have literally kept us in the top, I mean, Top 20 for yeah. most of our existence as podcasters, yeah. which was not it's like three months, two months, three months. Yeah. Um, but just the reviews, like when you take the time to write, we read them all. Um, and just, yeah, just thank you so much because it was scary to Actually, hey, one. if you are listening, just leave a review in case, <laughs> in, case, in case we get brigaded by people who don't like us. Which happens, by the way. Doesn't just so you know. Just so you know. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, people will come and attack, leaving you low reviews to attack you. Isn't that so fun? But no, we just wanted to say thank you so much. We see them. We just really appreciate it. We know in a busy world it takes time. So, yeah, thank you so much. I hope this podcast served you in some way. Um, I'm grateful too. I, I love doing this. So um, sorry if I get a bit ranty there about, about Melbourne and stuff. And, and <laughs> no. lo- lo- much love to the people in Victoria. And Yeah, we love you guys um, so much. Yeah, we will endure. We will enjoy and Victorians, the second we can get down there, we will be down there drinking wine, celebrating. I'm serious with you all. Yeah. I will like, I'm going to throw a big bar party somewhere. Chris Luke is actually, if you're listening. Let's have a piss up in the park outside Parliament House. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do it. No, but yeah, Victoria, we are sending our love in general. Uh, and to everybody else, I hope that this inspired some empowered action on allowing yourself to live a bolder, more courageous, more vulnerable life in showing up, speaking your truth and knowing that it's okay. You don't need to take things personally. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, we both hope you got something out of it that you can use to challenge your own status quo. And if you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to us if you shared this episode on your socials to help us get our podcast out in the world. Don't forget to tag us as well so we can thank you personally. And if you're loving the conversations, leaving a review on iTunes, simply by going to the podcast, scrolling down and clicking leave review will help even more people find us too. And we would be so grateful. And until the next episode, we will always be cheering on your success.